with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention, when behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, and in a dream, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. If you read any of the great epic poems... Is the Iliad, the Odyssey, the Aeneid. The prologues are powerful. You know something is going to happen. The descriptions have authority. There is something greater than human, something beyond our experience taking place. These aren't simple people. These are heroes. And we're meant to know it. Not so with the gospel. Matthew, Mark, and Luke aren't like that. Because the evangelists aren't writing about myths. They're writing history. Sacred history salvation history, the history of faith, the history of God, but still history. And sometimes it seems as though they're understating the reality. You would expect a great deal more. Today's gospel, for instance. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. Is that all? Not this is how the birth of the creator 
of the universe came about, or the creator of heavens and the earth, or the one who sustains everything in existence without whom we would all lapse into non-existence. This is how the one who moves the stars, since everything that moves is moved by another, and there can't be an infinite series of movers. But no, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about, and that's all, one sentence. And the next sentence is even more striking. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. That's the incarnation? One sentence to describe God becoming man? I was saying to our service before Mass, there's no trumpet, no thunder, no lightning, just a simple statement that God has become man in the womb of the Blessed Mother. Here again, the simplicity of it all. You would expect a great deal more, but that's the way the evangelist puts it. We see that all the way through the Gospel. I often marvel that the crucifixion is a phrase, not even a complete sentence, a phrase. But here we are told something we can't understand, something beyond our comprehension, something we can know, we can understand that it happened, but what does it mean to us that the Holy Spirit comes upon her and the second person of the Trinity takes flesh? What do we, we know it. How do we grasp it? And then, after that, we come to St. Joseph. The mystery continues. And the explanation becomes more confusing. It's one of the things about the Gospel. When the evangelist tries to explain something to us, the answer is more confusing than the question. And we have that with St. Joseph. St. Joseph, her husband... We know little about St. Joseph, but most of what we know is in this gospel. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Imagine what was going on in the mind of St. Joseph. He was confused. He was probably hurt, to say the least, angry, and frightened not knowing what to do. He had a choice of three things, by the way. You may remember them. He could take her to Jerusalem for a trial by ordeal. She could drink poison. If she lived, she was innocent. If she died, she was guilty. He could divorce her quietly, as he decides to do, or he could strangle her himself with the help of one close friend, according to the law. But he chooses to simply put her away quietly. It seemed like the honorable thing to do. And then the unthinkable happens. The mystery begins to expand. Such was his intention when behold, notice that word comes up so often in scripture, behold, in other words, commanding us to pay attention to this. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Again, the simplicity. There is no dramatic explanation or description of this. It's simply said in a declarative sentence, as much as you, we would say, um, 
the dog left the house and went out into the yard. It's just a simple sentence. Uh, The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, in a dream, uh, I I think I've said it before, I've often thought that St. Joseph ought to have been an insomniac. Uh, (laughs) Every time he goes to sleep, an angel appears to him telling him to do something completely incomprehensible and to do it at once. and said, Joseph, son of David. He addresses him, addresses him with a messianic title. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. The first person in St. Matthew's Gospel who was told not to fear is St. Joseph, because he was afraid, afraid of what was happening to his life, afraid of the chaos that was coming upon him. Remember, he loved this woman, this girl, actually, probably in her mid to late teens, and he was now frightened. And the angel tells him not to fear. That's the first word from the angel so often, naturally. We are told that when archangels appear to us that we are naturally going to be afraid. Angels are imposing creatures. Uh, There was one philosopher who said, if an angel ever appears to you in the form of an angel, you'll know it. Uh, Because of what they are. Zechariah was afraid. The first thing the angel said to him was, do not be afraid. The Blessed Mother, too, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. And now to St. Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. Now comes the explanation that St. Joseph can't understand. For this child, it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. What does that tell St. Joseph? Nothing. How can he understand that? that? Through the Holy Spirit this has happened. So he doesn't really receive an explanation. The angel tells him what has happened, but doesn't try to explain it. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. The explanation expands, and the confusion, or at least the difficulty in understanding, grows, doesn't it? But it's said so simply in the gospel that we take it very casually. Yes, of course this happened. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, But when we think about it, it's beyond our imagining that God would do such a thing. And so we are told that St. Joseph awoke, notice, and did as the angel of of the Lord had commanded him. He always behaves in such a way that he responds in total obedience, and always at once. We see obedience throughout this the infancy narratives, the first person to be obedient, Zechariah was not. He doubted. The Blessed Mother is obedient. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, let it be done to me as you said. St. Joseph, as as we see, is obedient. At once. And in the Incarnation, perfect obedience comes into the world. The obedience of the Son to the Father that will find its fulfillment on the cross. Always obedience. I said to our high school students last week, doing, I asked them if they'd heard the expression doing my thing. I would, that evidently is the 60s and 70s and long since gone. None of them ever heard of it before. Uh, that was the expression for doing what I want to do on my time and my way on my terms. I remember, most of us remember that expression, I'll do my thing. Uh, it takes no courage whatsoever to do what I want to do. Obedience takes courage. 
obedience to God, obedience to Christ, obedience to his church, his body. So St. Joseph is obedient. But why is it that God acts this way? Even to us all the time, sometimes we think God should do more, don't we? Why doesn't God do more? You know, Pope Benedict wrote something about this. I'm going to bring it up from now until the Sunday after Easter, Mercy Sunday, because it seems to fit so well. It's going to be sort of a theme that runs through the first part of the year. And the way he describes God's working. We would say, why didn't God come into the world as Augustus Caesar? Why wasn't he born in Rome? Why wasn't there a vision of angels on the Roman Forum? And Pope Benedict asked those questions too. Uh, he says, why did you not forcefully resist your enemies who brought you to the cross? We might well ask. Why did you not declare yourself to be the living one? The Lord of life and death. Why did you reveal yourself only to a small flock of disciples upon whose testimony we must now rely? And he goes on to say, the question applies not only to the resurrection, but to the whole manner of God's revelation into the world. Why only to Abraham and not to the mighty of the earth? Why only to Israel and not irrefutably to all the peoples of the earth? And he concludes by saying, it is part of the mystery of God that he acts so gently, that he only gradually builds up his history within the great history of mankind, that he becomes man and so can be overlooked by his contemporaries and by the decisive forces within history. That's the mystery of the gospel. That's the mystery of God coming into the world. And we might say, why only under the appearance of bread and wine? Why not some great theophany? But that's how he has done it. Again, it's strange, isn't it? The first sentence was, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. A single declarative sentence. And it's the same thing here. Two sentences. This is my body. This is the chalice of my blood. And God comes into the world. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you preparing for the birth of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy. For the church throughout the world, that her members will always be visible signs of the incarnation, God becoming man, especially the church suffering, the church in our own country, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all nations of the world, that they may come to know Jesus Christ present in his church and in the Eucharist. We pray for all of our elected officials and for peace, we pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, the lonely, the frustrated, and the confused, for those who experience alienation and rejection, that they may know 
Jesus Christ, and they know his presence. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost peace and lost the light, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For greater respect for human life, and especially this month for life in the womb, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will proclaim Jesus Christ come in the flesh and be visible signs of that mystery. For a greater reverence for the prophetic nature of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For our administrator, our new bishop, whomever he may be, our priests, deacons, seminarians, and the American hierarchy, that they too will be visible signs of uh, the priesthood they possess and of the incarnation made present. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster. Especially those who have died recently in acts of violence and those who are dying in the uh, war in the Middle East. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us, But as we receive the Incarnation, we will become visible signs of what we have received. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of God and the Mother of the Eucharist as we sing. Mm 